Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Business Uncut. This is actually our fifth episode and um, we're getting starting to get a fair few, few listeners on there, which is great. But um, today I wanted to invite to the show Amanda Bird. And Amanda um, is an entrepreneur, she's a devoted mother and an, an all, all around just superstar around the insurance side of things. So um, Amanda, maybe we'll just start off today by just talking about a little about yourself. Um, your life, what you like doing, you. where you're from. So yep. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. As you said, I'm a devoted mother, mother of five, um, five incredible children that everyone always says, oh, wow, don't you own a TV? But yeah, we've got a few TVs in the house and a few kids as well. Um, devoted husband of mine. And yes, I just love being a business owner, not so much being a business owner, but in a business that I can help other people and just serve them and be um, what they need to be, what I need to be to them. I grew up in Brisbane. I spent some time out in a country town where we lived close to a lake where we did a lot of water skiing growing up and a lot of water skiing still now, and then moved back to the beautiful Gold Coast to raise the rest of the kids up with lots of opportunities down here. Awesome. Yeah, spend our weekends either at the caravan, swimming at the beach or water skiing or socializing or at the local footy club with one of the kids playing footy or my husband mm. so yeah i love it That's have the, the best of all the worlds very good and obviously you head up the insurance section of new wave yeah um the pretty side of new wave and i wanted to get amanda on here today just to have a chat about insurance and i don't want everyone to just jump off and stop listening here because they they uh, they, they don't see insurance as a uh, I don't know an interesting aspect of business but I think that um, you know if you stay on have a listen um, we're going to trade a few war stories with Amanda and and just have a good understanding of the importance of it because I think this is one of the areas that a lot of business owners feel as mm. though it's just another expense in the business and a necessary expense or or yeah. inevitable expense but I think it's a if you if you invest in it in the right way and you understand the reasonings behind it it will allow you to grow and scale your business so Amanda um, maybe we'll start off um, I know you've got a few stories under your belt maybe yeah. tell us a bit a bit about your time how long have you been in the industry so far yeah a long time I've got a lot of gray hairs from it so I started back in 2000 just as a young 20 year old going I'm just going to try different jobs and apply for them I ended up working in Brisbane for a large um, insurance underwriter in their claims department loved it did motor vehicle claims did home claims just enjoyed every part of it it was so interesting and uh, not just learning about how we can how what a claim looks like on the other side of it when you actually do use insurance then I went into different roles with underwriting. So underwriters assess who's a good and bad risk, basically, and what do you need? And then that got really boring because it's quite boring, <laughs> but mm. it takes you to the next one. Then I went on to investigation. So investigation of claims, that was fun. That was doing, you, you felt like you were on a Magnum PI show. You were interviewing tow truck drivers and what time did you arrive and what did you see and what could you smell and yep. it was really exciting. That's what we want to hear. We want to oh, hear man, those amazing so stories. Good. I want to get people excited about insurance and <laughs> understanding why they have to happen in the yeah. first place. And those are the things we want to hear about. So Absolutely. I, we, know, I yeah. know you have a few under there under your belt that you're like, 
this would be an awesome story. Oh, Obviously, we I've can't had tell some great. Yeah, I've had some great. Um, I've had some not so great even. Probably the reasons why you need insurance. Um, it is a necessary evil. I'm not going to lie. It's a mm. necessary evil, and people only ever usually get it because the bank said they need their name on a certificate, or they won't let you have the keys to a lease until you've got a certificate. But it's so much more than that. I've had um, oh, excavator claims where, at the start of last year, actually, we had like down on the coast here, 250 mils in one day of rain. Mm. And I literally had um, one of my clients, an excavator driver, calling me as one of his guys. It was a Saturday and he's like, we're literally watching this water rise and rise and rise. And they're in their excavator and trying to dig themselves out and digging themselves deeper. And so we had to get onto the recoveries team of the insurer at that time. They shut down two highways. <laughs> they brought in crane trucks. And it was exciting. <laughs> it yeah. was really good to sit there and watch them pull this excavator out. And the whole family going, oh, my goodness, you just saved something worth $350,000 to us. That had it gone under in the flood. Yep. The, there's generally flood exclusions around a lot of commercial risks, unless you read it. Yep. And we just pulled it out. The highway started back up again and we managed the whole claim from start to finish with them and that was on a weekend yeah. and things like that. Um, but there's so many scenarios. Bit of a silent superhero. Oh, you just need to you oh, yeah, That's absolutely. You're your little personal assistant. It's the same as me. When I go to the mechanics, I drop my car off. I don't say, Can you show me how the pistons work and where does the oil go? And then if I want to change the filter, no, I just drop it off and trust that they're gonna maintain that check everything over look at all the bits and pieces so then when i pick it up if something goes wrong i know i'm protected hmm. it's no different i feel as though that's what i do for people i don't want people to understand insurance they just need to understand how i'm going to protect their business with it yeah no different to a mechanic 100 percent, and that's what i want like all the listeners to, to understand yeah. as well before we go on to your next story yeah um, i think everyone needs to, to think about insurance in a way that you're protecting one of your big, biggest assets that you'll ever create, one of yeah. your biggest money makers you'll ever create, one of the biggest generation of your your wealth or generational wealth. Yeah. Your business will bring back more than pretty much all of your investments put together, the yeah. percentage that you'll get back. So why would you not keep that protected? Why would you not keep it protected for your for the next person to take yeah. over or whatever, whatever it may be? And, and um, it, again, it may not sound exciting, but um, you know, th there are so many circumstances oh, where people man. don't have adequate insurance. They have it, but it's maybe it's not yeah. correct, right? Or the landlord yeah. says, hey, yep, get liability and you must insure that glass. And it's this tiny little section of glass in, in, in the front of a door, for example. But for maybe $300 more, we add a bit of business interruption in there, loss of profits. Yep. So then when a car accidentally, we've had two claims in the last two years where rogue drivers, an old lady accidentally did accelerate instead of brake, smash through the front of a seafood shop here. Yeah. Loss of profits for two weeks because oh, really? they couldn't trade. So yeah, great, you've got glass cover, that's one thing, but ensure those loss of profits for when those accidents happen because they do happen all the time. Mm. And you've got loss of stock and you've got everything that you can be protected for for 300 bucks a year. If you're weighing up, what do I have in a policy? Get rid of the glass then. Pay that out of pocket mm. if it happens. And have your, your actual income protected yeah. so you can because that's why businesses shut down after a claim but how do these business owners know to do that though and that's the problem that i see is there are a lot of insurance brokers out there and mm. they're basically car salesmen so they go they're just that's trying exactly to get the, just sell the best deal get the best commission yeah. and then and walk away like what well, do you all they say yeah oh, i need a certificate of currency for liability and glass and the broker says sure here you go yeah 
as opposed to saying, what are you putting in there? What's the business? Fantastic. How are you trading? What are you making? Are you carrying a lot of stock? Mm-hmm. How many days are you open? How many employees have you got? Actually giving a thought about not just sending your certificate, but the business and what would happen and letting you know that are they, are they all those cold rooms have you got there? Are they Have they got new motors? Great, mm-hmm. they're under warranty. You don't need machinery breakdown right now. But when that warranty ends, how about we get some machinery breakdown cover so when you're shut down over on a Monday, Tuesday and you're off having a life in your seafood shop and if that machine breaks down and you lose stock, you're covered. Yep. What would that mean to you? Amazing. Oh, geez, yep. yeah. And it's that initial planning that yep. that a lot of people don't look at and it's, it's similar to the you know the person that lives week by week. They're yep. only ever looking at that week and they say, well, why do yep. I need to put $5 away today to make yeah. $15 tomorrow? It's the same thing I feel where people are like, well, why do I need to do that? Because it'll never happen yeah. or may not happen. But uh, believe believe it or not, it does happen and it does happen a Absolutely. lot. Absolutely. So, um, you say it's the initial planning and that, that is one element and I do agree, especially in new ventures, but I guess something that I really thrive on is um, adaption. Yes. So adaption as business grows. So that's why even in house here, I will be resetting a few times a year and I, or I'll speak to clients account and say, hey, have we got more employees? So it's really quick for say a contractor who's a chippy. Hmm. He's a chippy and he does odd jobs for people. And then really quickly he gets really busy. So he employs one apprentice and then brings on two subcontractors, but doesn't update his liability. Mm-hmm. And then his renewal come around and he goes, oh, I don't read that. Yeah, yeah, cool, that just gets paid by the month. I'm not gonna adapt that. And then all of a sudden, in three years time, he's got six subbies that act on his behalf two trade two employees he's turning over a million dollars a year and then his subby falls down a pothole on mm. the on the um premises that they're working at and then tries to go oh do i need to lodge a claim oh i'm not covered so it's about adapting with that business as a broker i can't tell you how many clients i in that example like i've, I've insured them as chippies and they just do renovations here and there and just odd jobs mm. And then next minute, I'm looking at them on Instagram. I'm ringing them, saying, "You know, you're doing massive commercial fit-outs. That's a whole nother level." And That's see, right. and I can see in the pictures, four of your boys are wearing your shirts. Are they subbies? Are they mm. covered? And they're like, oh, yeah, thanks for ringing. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah I love that you brought that, that up because that's yeah. a, because businesses change and they can change quickly, as you Very said. Very quickly. Um, and similar to anything in life, whether you have a child that's growing, mm. you're not going to have that same shirt for them every, uh, you no. know, for the rest of their life. You need yes. to adapt. You need to change. Yeah. And it's exactly the same way with insurance. Um, and that, that's, why I like, that's why we've created this podcast. It's not the pretty things in business that we're going to share here all the time. This is no. the stuff where you may want to push to the side. You may want to just let leave it but yeah down the track it's not going to be beneficial it's not going to yeah. be an investment so yeah um any other war stories any interesting oh my gosh. aspects um give us your best one well especially with those chippies when you're upscaling everyone goes yeah. i'll just jump online and buy car insurance i've had yes a major <laughs> um builder who was a chippy become a builder in the last five years has about 13 different cars insured in 13 different spots online and then a massive total loss happened. He went looking for that policy. He realized he had one car insured three times amongst mm. three different insurers and the car that had the crash, he didn't. And I said to him, and that's why you have a broker. That's mm-hmm. my job is to manage all them for you. And, and that's why you upscale your business. You upscale and outsource for yes. people to look after that for you. Yeah. Um, oh, major claims, man. No, they're all fun. They're all really fun. I actually get really excited because that's, 
that's when you get to kick into gear. Yeah. You sell them this product and then you're like, here you go. You, you just have clients, it's so nice. You might have a client who's had a big night out, come home and go on, I lost my phone and my earpods, I'm a big night out. That's and I'm right. like, yeah. yeah, and you go, yeah, let's have it. Because we sell the gear that's It's happened to the best of us, yeah. Yeah, you lodge that claim and you say no yes. problem, um, that'll be deposited into your bank account in the next two working days. They're yeah. like, yeah, that's why it happened. Yeah, so amazing. yeah, if you want to cut corners and things like that, that's what you're going to do. But it's just all about um, having someone who cares and just who values your business and can grow with it. So mechanics all the time, they think they've got liability, but they don't have faulty workmanship. Mm. I'm telling you now, if there's going to be a claim, it's going to be a faulty workmanship. Or it's going to be your little apprentice driving a customer's vehicle that you didn't even have cover for. It's just those little things. Or you didn't realize you weren't covered if customer vehicles are covered overnight. Every mechanic has a little cork board with everyone's keys on it that they've left there. Mm. It's as simple as um, saying, pop those keys in a safe every night. Yeah. Or because if it's stolen, you're not covered. All the little things that are practical. I'm not going to sit, you don't sit there and read out a PDS to someone, but you go, hey, this could happen. Yeah. That could happen. So, mm. no, it's just they're, just, they're just always fun. Yeah. Especially the people that you think, ah, oh, did that really happen? But that's okay. Who knows? Yep. And then you go and help and you're like, wow, that just happened. How did that just happen? Lots of tow truck claims and stories. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? Things happen and oh, things will happen. Every day. You cannot be yeah. 100% perfect. You cannot be just mitigating 100% no. all the risk. It's impossible. No, it's always just a, pers- a burst pipe. Yes. I was like, someone can run a fantastic retail outlet and they come in and there's a burst pipe that has wrecked yeah. everything. Fire. And everything. Yeah. yeah. It's scary. It just so, happens. And people sue for what can be the most mundane things. You think, how mm. can that happen? But if you've got the right liability, you've got the cover, you don't even have to think about what solicitor do I call. You just ring your broker and they do everything for you. So yeah. it sounds like... Tell me about the suing side because that's something I oh, have Litigation, yeah. man. What are you seeing? Like, are you seeing people that heaps. are suing for tripping over, slipping yeah, over? Yeah, there's heaps of stuff. stuff. Right? Yeah, there's... Um, and they're what you call a long-tail claim, generally speaking. Yeah. So they can go up to 10 years. Yo. And often the litigation will be um, subrogated amongst lots of parties. So you see... Oh, I've had scenarios where a liability claim, someone got pushed mm. in the way of a truck, but it was on a, um, a public premises where an event was happening. So then it's like a 10 year claim, but, and the person who pushed the person in front of the truck, the person who was suing was the person who had um, broken legs. The truck driver got sued, the truck owner got sued, the Unreal. property that the, it occurred on got sued, the person who pushed them got sued, the person who got broken legs, evidently ended up becoming a bit of a juvenile delinquent claim that that mental anguish he ended up in jail and so it's something that will go on for a very very long time yes so that's something just as a truck driver Mm. you want to think i don't want to deal with that if i don't have my insurance like it it gets taken care of yeah there's crazy stuff that people sue for yeah and that's the thing. Everyone always comes in. I, I, we get a lot of new clients every single day. A lot of startups mm. and businesses that are uh, are just about to start their business yeah. and always ask us, well, we want to protect ourselves as much as possible. Yep. And yes, we will go through all of the structures with them and say, you need a trust, you need a company, you need all yeah. of this, um, go see a lawyer, etc., etc. But the one thing that they usually don't do is, mm. is seek the right insurance. Mm. And I always tell them that, you know, 
over and above all of those aspects, yeah. insurance is going to be first yeah. line of defense. We see that a lot, don't we, now with the e-commerce startups. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people think, I'm just running this business that's eh, it's turning over with 300000 whatever, $1.3 million from my bedroom. What would I need liability for? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't hurt anyone from here. But the fact is, so many people don't know. When you import a product in Australian law, you are then deemed the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if it was made in China, India, US, or whatnot, yeah. it doesn't matter. And you can just get really excited with the fact that you're bringing stuff over, this amazing product that's selling really quickly, that you forget about the implications that if that may be ointment, someone uses it and it burns their skin, mm-hmm. they're going to sue you. That's right. The, the, the fact that um, the US market is huge these days for sales. 99 even if you do have this little policy that you jumped online for there's not one online policy that i can think of that um doesn't exclude sales to the us Mm. so it's all those things that you know a button can fall off a shirt that you bought over from china that a child chokes on that it it sounds extreme but it happens i had had a client actually when i explained that and, and i said look you need insurance and this is where i think people need to change their mindset yeah the response to me was look i've got the best lawyer in the world i don't need insurance and i said well would you rather pay your lawyer thousands and thousands yeah. of dollars to fight it or you pay a couple of thousand 100%. just to make sure you're protected anyway absolutely yeah. it's not just swallowing a button it's yes, flammability yes it's that product mm-hmm. you know but creates a fire it's huge yes even as a property owner you've got you've got to have that you, you would some people don't even know that they have asbestos in the eaves because yes. that wouldn't be a common problem but you have a claim go up and then you'll have pollution liability that yep. extends across a whole community so it's crazy. There's so it, many it different aspects. It is really mind-boggling, yeah. I guess the next um, area I want to go into, with insurance for business, because obviously yep. this is a business podcast, yep. I want to just give um, people a high-level overview of what they should be looking out for when they're starting a business. Yeah. Um, and even if they are operating their business already, yep. what, what would, just as a basically like a... Um, a bit of a, an audit on their insurance. What should they be doing right now? What should they be? Yeah. What is essential? What do you? What do you? What yeah. can you recommend? Yeah, a minimum these days. It depends on the trade, obviously, mm. but liability is a huge um, gap in someone's like. Uh, it's a money pit if you yes. were to get sued for some reason. I just um, just like you would go to a bank and set up a bank account, go to an accountant to set up all those. Just have a broker. It costs you nothing to mm. have them give you some advice. It's literally free for someone to say to have that discussion and say this is what I'm thinking about doing because you might even be in that I'm thinking about stage. You might be thinking I want to import um, children's flotation devices. You come to me and I say. That sounds lovely. Mm. However, this is this is what you would be looking at in terms of insurance. And you might go, okay, well, that, that might be outside of my scope. That may not be fair and reasonable to do that. Um, yeah, it's just about mitigating that risk for yourself. And even if you've got a trading business, it takes a few minutes to say, hey, this is what I've got. Is this good? Mm. Is this going to cover me? This is, you know, when you start talking to a broker and saying, this is my business, um, you, you can say, I've got a few assets, I've got a rental mm. home, you know, these, these are things I want to protect. That's what they can look at in their review. Yeah, 100%. And if you're sitting there thinking, you know, I've got a new business, is it worth it? 100% it is yeah. because you don't want to lose everything else that you've worked so hard for yeah. because you didn't decided not to take on insurance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those factors of life, necessary evil. Absolutely. But... Yeah. 
it's going to save you so much. Yeah, definitely. So, um, and there's a lot of comfort that comes with it, to be honest. It might cost you, it might be, there's an expense to every business, yeah. but just having that peace of mind um, that you've been able to have that chance to blurt out all the information about your business, put something in place, you just park that to the side then, knowing mm. that someone's looking after that for you and that you're covered. It's, it helps you sleep at night, honestly. Yeah, like, so that's liability insurance. Any other sort everything, of... Everything, even everything. in terms of property, any type yes. of material damage that you can have, any type yes. of loss of income. Like I was saying, after most incidences that occur with claims, it's the loss of profits that will shut down business. So yeah, you might get a little bit of settlement because you had $20,000 worth of business contents mm. and computers insured, mm. um, but it's the downtime because the hairdresser next door had a partial fire that went yep. into your premises and you can't operate anymore. That's not your fault. Yes. It's them, but it's you know it's that downtime yes. that just shuts business down. Could you go, you gotta ask yourself, could I go 12 weeks without any income, would I be okay mm. with that? Could my business survive and all my expenses paid mm. if 12 weeks went yeah. by and I couldn't trade? And it's easy to say, oh, I'll just go oh, go set up down the road or I'll go, that still takes time. It doesn't matter even if you go back to working from home, you still you lose momentum and time and all that um, loss of income producing time. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. And it's, yeah, it's super valuable to have it. Um, I guess the next question I, I wanted to ask is, um, with businesses that are growing and scaling so yeah. fast, how often would you want them to get their insurance reviewed? Yeah. Um, is it like six monthly? Is it yearly? Yeah. Or See, traditionally, it- brokers would um, quite often just give them a call a few weeks before renewal. Mm. And that's something I'm really passionate about is having that finger on the pulse in between. So, and that's the beauty of social media for you, to be honest, with businesses. So I um, proactively, in the background, will be looking at businesses every two months Mm -hmm. on social media, if they have a good social media presence and website. You just do a quick, like a client I went and saw today at lunch, uh, she was talking to me and she said, yeah, yeah, with the linen. I'm like, you do linen now? Mm -hmm. Okay, and she's like, yep, it's just about to go onto the website. So this is a person who traditionally does tiles and light fittings, is adding that, I'm like, Good. So where's that linen coming from? She's like, yes. oh yeah, China. Okay, good. So we, so it's about keeping those connections up. And she said, oh yeah, that would have been on the website. So I do that in the background, but proactively as a broker, we should be at least having a chat. Hey, how's it all going? Um, twice a year. Mm-hmm. And then I also like to get permission to speak with their bookkeeper or accountant just to touch base and check in and say, hey, have the, they don't need to say, here's the P&L and this is the bottom line. Just, hey, have we had any major changes? Are there any, like particularly in the construction industry, have you had any big contracts come on? Have we got mm. any big changes to the revenue? Any um, additional subcontractors I need to know about? And are they all covered by their own independent liability? So it's not about needing to hassle the business owner. It's a, I can, do that with the other um, yeah, good. ways to manage it's just that it. proactive 100%. advice basically yeah it makes um, my job a lot easier yeah and it helps them to feel confident to go ah oh, that's something yeah. I don't have to worry about that's the biggest part of it confidence that you know yeah there isn't any issue when you want to try and grow that business take the risk yes. and so forth it mitigates that risk it doesn't take it away obviously yeah. um, entirely but um, that's that's what it's there for yeah. now um, let's finish off with um, your final piece of advice for small business owners. Oh man, um, have fun, enjoy the ride, protect yourself, yes. 
just laugh lots. And get a good broker. Yeah, just get a good broker. Just get all the right people in your court and then you can run your own lane. Yeah. That's all you have to do. Major plug. I think that everyone should contact Amanda. I know this is our podcast and this is our business as well. (laughs) But I have not met someone that is so enthusiastic about insurance who is so embedded into our clients um, you know businesses to understand how they operate what works for them and it's they're just not another number and and i know that's super cliche in a lot of businesses but i can guarantee you right now when i speak to amanda she knows every single client to the t and uh, yeah she won't let you down for sure so then how can people find you amanda uh, yeah, just a, a quick segue for that. Okay. I'm passionate about people. I really genuinely am passionate yes. about people. So I guess it just, this is the beauty of this industry that I got to choose. Um, that insurance allows me to do that. And mm. I do have a passion for insurance and every all the creative nature that it is. But yes, you're more than welcome to find me on my website. Uh, we've got WhatsApp, Skype, Zoom, email, phone call. Anyway, I really love to do site visits if you're close by or Zoom calls. I love a site visit. I love sitting down because I'm quick to pick up in your premises um, any type of risk that I can just visually see and give you advice yeah. on. And then, yeah. Even a I, Zoom phone call where they're showing you the factory. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Heaps of Google Meets that we just, yeah, give me a picture of that. Send me pictures of this so I've got them on file. Um, even down to, yeah, even your house insurance. Send me pictures of your safe and everything so when you have a claim, you don't have to find proof of loss. I've got it on file. Amazing. So it's just about it's just about caring, really. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on board. My pleasure. It's, it's been, been awesome. been amazing. And guys, again, if you did like this podcast, please share it. Um, subscribe to the podcast and we'll get some more sort of uh, in-depth advice around business, more around the things that really happen in businesses and not just the great stuff. We're going to do a little bit of everything. So thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Awesome. Thanks, guys.